When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. At Evernorth Health Services, we believe costs shouldn't get in the way of life-changing care. And we're doing everything in our power to make it possible. Behavioral health solutions that also keep your projections at their best? It's possible. Pharmacy benefits that benefit your bottom line? It's possible. Complex specialty care that cares about your ROI? It's possible. Because we're already doing it. All while saving businesses billions. That's wonder made possible. Learn more at evernorth.com wonder. Hey, just a quick reminder that if you haven't already, be sure to join us in the private Facebook community. We are nearing 1,700 members. Seems like every time I do one of these updates, we're up like 200 new members. It's freaking awesome. Um, And the conversations are frankly really cool. We have people sharing their story, people asking questions, people starting a conversation and supporting each other. And I want you to be a part of that. So head over to Facebook and search Tiny Leaps to request access. In this episode, I want to share my experience going from full-time self-employed entrepreneur back into the workforce. Get ready, because you are now listening to Tiny Leaps, Big Changing Welcome to another episode of Tiny Leaps, Big Changes, where I share simple strategies you can use to get more out of your life. My name is Greg Clunas, and in this episode, I want to share my experience going back into a regular nine-to-five job after spending a full year being self-employed and living out what is a lot of people's entrepreneurial dream, having complete time freedom, complete freedom over basically everything. Now, this episode comes to you as a request, actually, by uh, Peter Coulter, who is a member in the Tiny Leaps community. So I know I said it at the top of the show, but if you haven't joined, make sure you do because you get to request episodes and have a direct line to me to hear more of what you want to hear about. Okay, let's talk about this. So as many of you know, when I first started this show back in January of 2016, I had been self-employed for about a month and I, I managed to maintain that for a full year. Uh, so all of 2016, I was self-employed, freelancing mostly, uh, doing podcast production stuff. And um, somewhere around June, I met with my first sort of hardship. See, the beginning, the first couple of months, uh, they were difficult because everything was unclear. I didn't have any real income coming in. I I frankly didn't know uh, what was going to happen or where I was going to end up. And as things progressed, I figured it out. I built up some recurring income. I uh, sold some clients. I started uh, serving those clients and things started to level out. Then somewhere around June, I... uh, met my first real challenge. And this came in the form of a client sort of unexpectedly not 
working with me anymore. Uh, actually two clients around the same time. And, um, it was tough because I didn't have much in savings. I, I wasn't planning on that happening, obviously. And I, I just wasn't approaching things in an intelligent way. And so I didn't have a plan in place for if this happened. Um, so, so it happened and I was able to bounce back. I brought on another client. I, I made up for some of that income and I started to think about, okay, what do I do if this happens again? And, and I started to put some plans into place. But Around this time, I was getting frustrated because I realized that one of the biggest mistakes I made last year was not charging high enough. I wasn't uh, charging my clients what my time and work was worth. And as a result, I didn't have any extra after my personal bills were paid to invest in the business or to save for situations like that. And, and so I was getting frustrated because I felt sort of trapped where I was. I was working with great clients and, and they were friends of mine and, and uh, it took my advice and it was fantastic, but income wise, I was stuck and I couldn't figure out how to, to get around that. Unfortunately, it took me too long to figure it out. And, uh, come October, I ended up losing, I would say about 75% of my income. And, and I've talked about this in previous episodes, most notably the episode, um, when entrepreneurship gets hard. And, and that was an episode I know a lot of you have listened to and reached out and told me was something valuable. Um, and, and so it all sort of came crashing down in October and I obviously didn't want to give up there. I wanted to make this work. So I uh, put my head down and tried to see if I could crawl my way back out, if I could figure out a way to deal with this. And because of this urgency that I felt, I, I got confused at this point. I was offering too many services, just trying to get something to work. Basically, I got desperate. I wanted this to work so badly that I lost my focus. I lost my ability to to keep my head down and just work. And I I failed. And And that's not to say that anything bad necessarily happened, because as you'll soon hear, this was actually probably the best thing that could have happened to me, but I did fail. Um, okay, so fast forward, end of the year comes, I realize there's no way I can make this happen. I'm in debt, I owe Rachel money, and my credit cards are bad, like things are just not good. Uh, and, and I'm slowly crawling my way out of October, but digging myself deeper because I'm just not bringing in the income I need. And um, so I decided to get a job. Uh, and at first, I didn't really care what job I got. The plan was I'm going to use it to get back on my feet, uh, crawl my way out of the debt that I was in and try to create some room for me to to breathe and, and jump back into it. Uh, so I just applied it to everything. I, I applied to sales jobs, to marketing jobs, to web development jobs, any skill I had that I felt I could offer, any skill I'd gained in the last year as a result of being self-employed, anything that I could do to make myself look good, I put a job application into and I redid my resume and I, I tried to make it work. And um, that ended up landing me a sales job at a small media company here in New York City uh, in the architecture space. And, and this was a good experience for me to have. It wasn't the perfect job. It wasn't a job I was 100% happy with, but it got me some income. And at the time, I told myself, you know what, this is going to be a good way to 
get better at sales because that was the big problem that I ran into uh, throughout that year was not being able to sell enough, not having a framework around sales and not charging high enough. And uh, let me tell you, I worked that job for about four and a half months, uh, I guess five months actually. And um, I got what I needed out of it. I, I learned how to sell. I learned how to price properly. I saw what a, a company could price for uh, their offerings. And, and I realized a lot of the mistakes that I was making last year was just purely from not understanding how to properly price myself and how to properly present that as, as a valuable asset. And, um, and, and so that's the first takeaway I, I want you to uh, get from this episode is that if you're in a similar scenario where you lose it or you, you go solo and you end up not being able to make it work, Try to figure out what your error was. Try to figure out what the issue was. And if you need to get a job, get a job in that area. Get a job where you're going to be exposed to that thing because you shouldn't look at getting a job as you failing as an entrepreneur. You should look at it as another uh, learning experience, another notch on your belt so that the next time you try, you're better at it. And, And that's what I had to, and it took a while for me to get to that. Um, you know, in the beginning I felt crushed. I felt like I'm a failure. I can't do this. I had a friend who went solo around the same time and he was able to make it work. And so, you know, now he's, uh, running a six figure agency and you guys will hear an interview with him in a couple of episodes. Uh, and so there was a lot of comparison there of, you know, he's better than me. He was able to make it work and I wasn't. And, uh, a lot of things that, it's frankly just ridiculous feelings, but they're the feelings you're going to go through if you're in a similar situation. So that's the first thing you need to do is recognize that taking a job is not about failing as an entrepreneur. It's about getting another uh, piece of experience to add to your repertoire. And uh, for many of us, that new piece of experience is going to be vital because now when I do go back solo, I know how to sell. I know how to price. I know how to make this happen. And as a result, I'm going to do a lot better than I did the last time. All right. So back to the story. Um, five months into that job, I got contacted on LinkedIn and uh, sort of meant to ignore it, to be completely honest with you, because I thought it was spam or a recruiter or something. Uh, mind you, I'd been looking for a new role at this point for a little while, but nothing was really working out. There were some offers, but I wasn't happy with them. So decided to stay where I was. I get this message on LinkedIn from a, uh, the design product design lead at NASDAQ and decide to submit, not expecting to hear anything back because I don't have a design portfolio. And frankly, I don't think I have that many skills in design. Um, but lo and behold, I landed an interview. And so I did the phone interview and got a regular interview, went in, did a demo of some of my work, talked through my process. And a week later, I got an offer. And then two weeks later, after background checks and that sort of thing, I I, uh, started. And so that's the second thing is um, you also need to recognize that opening yourself up to taking a job after you have... uh, been working full-time as an entrepreneur and not able to make it, you also have to recognize that sometimes that leads to really good things. Because right now I'm at NASDAQ and 
when I tell you this is the best job I've ever had in my entire life, like this job alone has changed the way that I view uh, jobs and work because I came from the background of, you know, a job is just over broken. You don't want to work for the man and, and you don't want to cap on your income and yada, 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 yada. All the nonsense that you hear in, in personal development that we're trying to fight against. I believed all of those things because that's how, that's what I've been consuming for the last 10 years. And now I'm at this job and I'm realizing, wait, that's not what a job is. You can be paid fairly for your work. You can have a lot of fun while you're at work. You can do amazing, interesting work that you're curious about getting better at. And it doesn't have to be perfect at all times, just like entrepreneurship isn't perfect at all times, but you can enjoy yourself and get something out of that job. And now I'm in a position over the next two and a half, three years, assuming I'm able to hold on to this job, I'm in a position to pay off my student loan debt, which is a huge deal for me because I have a lot of private loans, which means I'm just being gouged at all times. Um, as many of you are have experienced, I'm sure. Uh, but now with this job, there's an opportunity to really get that paid down and, and create more freedom for myself. Not to mention, I'm learning an enormous amount about design and uh, product development and idea generation and just getting better as a professional in general and, and working with some of the most intelligent people out there. And so I'm all of a sudden in this scenario where this time last year, I was struggling as trying to be an entrepreneur, not really sure what I wanted to do, just sort of selling whatever I could at the moment in order to survive, not knowing so much about what I didn't know, to having to, to, to humble myself in, a, in a, a weird kind of way and uh, take a job because I re recognized that, and this is in huge part thanks to Rachel, I recognized that I couldn't keep going that I was I wasn't capable of paying rent in 10 days like that's how far it got I would not have been able to pay the next month's rent if I didn't accept that first job and I did not want it to get to that point I always told myself I would stop it before it got to that point so here's my experience don't be afraid to take a job. Don't be afraid to take any kind of job. That might even mean working part-time at Starbucks or McDonald's just to have some kind of income coming in if you still want to control the majority of your time. That's the trade-off you'll have to make. But don't be afraid of taking a job because that job creates opportunities, gives you new experiences, and connects you to the next step. Now, I have every intention of continuing with entrepreneurship, and I am doing that. I'm working my ass off working my full-time job on my lunch breaks, making sales call for the business, working with a team via text message all day, trying to just make sure they have the resources they need and then getting out of work and creating this show and creating the vlog and uh, creating new sales opportunities and figuring out how to put together new products and, and just figuring out a lot of things that take an enormous amount of time and managing a community and a lot of stuff because I'm an entrepreneur and that's never going to change. Whether I have a full-time job or not, I am an entrepreneur and that will not change. And that's proved to be incredibly valuable at my current job. So my advice is if you're in a similar position, 
Don't be afraid to take a job. Go and do it. Find something that can augment the experience you were lacking, which is the reason that you you weren't able to to accomplish whatever it was you're trying to accomplish. And then be happy that you were able to to have that experience. And the next time you go for it, you're going to be much better at it. So with that said, I've been Greg Clunas. Thank you for listening to this episode of Tiny Leaps, Big Changes. If you like the show, please remember to subscribe and leave a rating and review. I'm asking you from the bottom of my heart to please leave a review and a rating, even if that's one star, even if you hate the show, just leave something. Your engagement will allow me to create a better show and will allow this show to get in front of more people. Be sure to join us in the private Facebook community if you haven't already. Head over to Facebook, search Tiny Leaps to request access. We are 1,700 strong and with you we'll be even stronger. So I look forward to seeing you there. And until the next episode, remember that all big changes come from the tiny leaps you take every day. Every day. Every day.